Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Do Stuff in the Wilderness podcast. We've decided that we're going to keep the name. I was outvoted on that one, so I've just been kind of trying to memorize it, which is harder than you might think. But here we are. We're back with episode, what is it, five? I think so. Look at that. Uh, So happy five episode anniversary to us. Thank you all for sticking by us, too, in this time. Uh, As you know, we've been kind of undergoing a transition here. And amidst all that transition, uh, we kind of made a mistake last week that we'd like to make uh, an apology for. So this is a formal apology from us, uh, from, from me, Sam, and... Calvin and Clyde and also Dan, um, who was actually the one who gave us this information. So um, you, you really need to check what sources you're consulting there, Dan. Uh, but anyway, last week we were looking for a sponsorship from Apple, which uh, we haven't had a lot more success with that. But uh, part of that is because we we uh, said something that I think was was kind of you know, not really uh, accurate. Uh, the CEO of Apple is no longer Steve Jobs, and in fact, Steve Jobs passed away some time ago, uh, which is really unfortunate and really sad. Um, so, uh, you know, we apologize. Our condolences to anyone who, uh, you know, was affiliated with him and to that whole company. And this was on us. We, we really didn't understand the whole situation there um and so we're very sorry that he's dead yeah and we're gonna actually in in remembrance of uh mr mr steven uh jobs we are actually going to do a moment of silence so well we'll just we we we, don't really have time the the dead air really doesn't read well for um so i guess we can spotify so we'll just if you want to do a moment of silence, we're going to do one probably off camera. We already mm. did one, so yeah. or off mic, I so guess. So just pause this video or uh, this podcast, pause the audio right now um, and take a moment of silence, however long you need, because this is an ongoing grieving process yeah. for we're, all of us. We did, we did 10 seconds um, did because s- one for one second for each year that he's been dead. I guess if you wanted to, you could do 10 years, one year for every year that he's been dead. But I guess it's totally up to you, uh, however you feel fit. Yes. So. And, and much respect to everyone at Apple. Thank you for considering us, and we're sorry for this mistake. Um, it will not happen again because, of course, now you know, we know that he's no longer with us. Anyway, um, so we kind of get the that sad news over, uh, but we're we're gonna move into our next episode now. Um, we got some exciting things planned. So obviously, I'm back here with my co-host Calvin Hoffman, as well as a recurring guests that we've had on here multiple times before, uh, Clyde. Well, hello, everyone, again. I, I didn't know if I was supposed to wait until you introduced me or not to say anything, so I've just been kind of letting you two go. Well, yeah, that's, you know, that's how it works. Okay, cause okay. Just, just, just wanted to be sure. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway, uh, our topic this week is all about navigation, because when you're in the wilderness, it's, it's kind of hard to know exactly where you're at, and knowing that can be helpful to, you know, finding a way out and, and uh, surviving. So, that in mind, let's 
Let's find our what? way right into navigation. Absolutely. So navigation is one of, really one of those kind of, I would call, I would say, probably another pillar of success. We'll just add another another one to the, the pillars, I it's guess. It's going to be a pretty so. well-supported extremely roof there absolutely yes so with that being said i guess you know navigation there are tons of natural ways to go about navigating uh the wilderness so one of the kind of i guess there are kind of two parts to it so if you're lost in the light uh in the in the in the daytime daytime. Mm -hmm. yeah there's kind of that part and then there's also the nighttime part uh and those are both very different but we'll we'll just start with the the daytime so when you're when you're out in the wilderness during the day uh the sun is your friend it's also your kind of your not your friend if it's really hot but that's for another discussion so if you're trying to figure out which direction you're going just kind of look directly at the sun and um put your put your palm out face or palm up and then stick your finger right on your palm and uh you know the the shadow from doing that will show will point north every time Mm -hmm. so if you if you do that you can kind of get a bearing of which way north is and all roads lead to north i think um or something like that so saying yeah if you go if you go on a road just stay on it yep exactly so that's kind of one one of the ways another uh pretty cool natural uh tip out there i guess uh thanks to mother nature um is that moss will always grow on i believe it's the south side of trees and rocks Mm. so that's another way to kind of get your bearing what does moss look like exactly i mean moss can come in all kinds of different uh shapes and colors um sometimes i've mistaken moss for you know mushrooms or or grass well don't ever mistake a mushroom yeah That's that's bad news I almost died, so be careful. Yep, definitely always exercise caution when you're uh, out in the out in the wilderness. But yeah, gr- uh, moss is a great way to kind of find your bearing. So that's like if you're if you're in the daytime and you can see, uh, and in the nighttime. Yeah, um, the nighttime is another pretty important. I mean, it's half the day, so if you're trying to traverse the wilderness in the nighttime, just look up at the stars and. Uh, follow the north star which is always in the north again all north re- leads to ro- all roads lead north so and just like all star or well not all stars but that's like the famous song all star by smash mouth yeah yep that is he, he i think he really was a wilderness guy um, yeah he had it in mind so all thanks to smash mouth you are the man so yeah so uh, that sounds like pretty much what you need to know for navigating yeah right? and then if you're i mean if you want kind of a more precise kind of thing um right, you can always you just, just go are you just doing the whole thing or do i get to say anything or what's the deal uh i mean i guess i thought this was kind of my well it's not a segment it's like the whole topic i think i should be able to have some input since it's oh. my show you know well i mean i am the co-host so but uh yeah sam uh what what the what did you have to say on this topic well i was just gonna say i mean they have all this great technology out now um 
and you can use that a lot of the times. Uh, magnets are one really good thing that you can use because all magnets are pull pull to the north, I think. Um, and so if you follow that, otherwise, um, if you have uh, like a GPS or actually a compass, compass is probably easier because you know it's more old-fashioned. Uh, so you take that, and then whatever direction you're facing, it'll kind of adjust itself yeah. uh, based on that. Fun fact, uh, if you're looking to buy one of those, we actually do sell both of them at Home Depot uh, where I work. So yeah. fun little tip there for you. Uh, Clyde, do you have any experience finding your way or, or navigating in the wilderness? Mm-hmm. I mean, typically the only thing that I need to navigate to is to town or to my house, and that isn't way too long of a trek through the wilderness um the few times that i have actually gone and explored and found that i needed to actually navigate more or less um i found that sometimes having a map of the area if you were going to head into it just a little bit of pre-planning was pretty helpful overall except well maps we could probably do a whole other episode about oh, exactly. that um there's so much to get to about that but uh you know, also, when you're reading uh, the navigation, you know, whatever you're navigating with, you have to know all about directions. Oh, of course, yeah. And that's pretty important. Um, and, you know, if you look at just your basic compass, you see four little symbols or numbers, or not numbers, uh, letters that you have to look at. Um, and there's, I guess I don't remember exactly. Well, there's even there, more but... than four, though, because you can kind of combine them to create... Um, more di- uh, more different directions that kind of help you to get more towards where you want to go. Okay. Well, can you tell us what the, all the directions are? Yeah. If, so if you're the expert on it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So um, obviously, the the regular compass has south, ne- north, east, west, north, west, south, north, east, west uh, directions. Mm-hmm. But and this is. A cool tip that not many people know about, you can also combine them. For example, you can have north, north, northwest, north, east, south, north, west, north, east, north, south. Sorry, there's just so many. North, probably east, north, south, east, east, mm-hmm. north, um, and then west, north, west, south, west, east, south. Yeah, I just always remember the analogy of the epitome of my aunt Stacy never eats sour watermelon kind of gives you the whole circle of the Mm -hmm. directions on the compass so wow all right well that's probably too much to remember if you're out in the wilderness so Mm. i guess that's not as helpful as you know we could have had but uh uh, i guess the moral (laughs) of the story is there's all kinds of different ways to find your way Mm -hmm. all kinds of different ways to find so don't fret just Um, find your way out just keep keep mm -hmm. going in the direction that you know you just if you you go in one direction for long enough you'll get somewhere yep for sure just do not stay where you are 100 percent not that that's Uh just going to lead to many problems if you just pick a direction and go in it you'll get somewhere eventually okay that's yeah we were just saying that yeah um uh, i think we have to go to our ad break here and uh, last week, I know we kind of set a high bar for ourselves with Apple um, and with all the, the controversy around that and everything, um, we've decided to tamp it down a little bit. But, you know, we still have pretty high expectations for the show because it is pretty much a, a, 
international success, an overnight success, I should say. Um, and our audience has been really great in getting the word out to all these potential sponsors. Um, so our unofficial sponsor uh, this week, which, as you know, is uh, a company that we're asking to sponsor us and we're doing just kind of like a free ad for them. For this week, our unofficial sponsor is NASA, which NASA is another kind of household name, I guess. But, you know, a lot of people don't really know what they do. It's, it's, these companies kind of hide behind these acronyms and then you don't really get a sense of what they actually produce. You know, unlike Apple, which they have Apple products, everyone knows what that is. Um, NASA, on the other hand, doesn't really sell many cheap products for, you know, everyday people, I guess. But it is interesting. I mean, uh, do you know, uh, do either of you know what NASA actually stands for? No. Oh, I thought that was just what they made. Yeah. That's kind no, of just no, kind of like no. the Apple thing. No. Just... NASA stands... I thought this was pretty cool, so listen. Um, NASA stands for National Aeronautics and Space Administration, USA. They had a proposed budget in, in 20, uh, 2022, I guess. That's not this year. I don't know. That's next year. Well, that doesn't apply... For some of our listeners in the future, that will be this year. But right now, it's next year, so... Yeah. Well, anyway, we uh, I guess their proposed budget for that year is... Uh, so many numbers that you're having me read here. Um, it's just uh, 204,000... Uh, eight, eight, eight one, uh, dot five mil what millions millions or billions I guess so two two four eight <sighs> all right um they just they have a lot of money to burn basically is the idea here and uh, they're a government agency so they get uh, about that same twenty five point five billion uh, or dollar billion that if that's the same number why didn't you just have me that number was so much easier to read well anyway uh, they have a, a 25 dollar point five billion uh, budget essentially from all your tax dollars um, and so if you you know they funnel that back to us and we give that back to you in the form of facts and knowledge about surviving so you're getting your money's worth basically is what you're uh, is what we're saying uh so please sponsor us nasa uh, they're also famous for neil armstrong who landed on the moon and various mars projects which i'm sure we'll be seeing more of in the future maybe in 2022 because that's uh that will be the year for them with the the budget we weren't actually able to find a CEO of them per se, but we're still looking. It, it might be Elon Musk since we know he's been kind of affiliated with the whole space scene uh, a lot. Uh, so well, we're looking into that and we're making connections as we speak. We've also been reaching out to different government agencies and you know asking them uh, for, for that help because uh, I think we can really have a mutual 
relationship here. So uh, this is great for you, and it's also great for us. So please, please reach out. We're, we're sincerely asking you. We, we need to hear something soon, or else we're going to move on to someone else, which I know you would be disappointed by that, NASA. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's our sponsor, our potential sponsor of the week is NASA. So go out and support them and tell them to support us. And that's, all right, uh, so now we're on to the segment of the week. Uh, last week we talked about wilderness updates, and now we're going to kind of shift gears, I guess, <laughs> uh, because this segment is called Geared Up, and it's going to be with Clyde. So Clyde, take it away. All right, hi everyone again. It's been a little bit since I've talked last, but welcome to my segment of the week, uh, Geared Up with Clyde. This is just going to be kind of a segment in which uh, I go over some necessary equipment that you need in the wilderness. As has been made very clear, I indeed live in the wilderness, and thus I have a plethora of equipment that I use in order to live in said wilderness. So I'm going to be going over, just every couple weeks, uh, some important equipment that you may want to have if you're going to be out in the wilderness, and just some suggestions on those specific products. So, the topic for this week, I believe, is going to be knives. Now, knives may not be exactly the first thing you think of when you're trying to think of stuff to, you know, survive in the wilderness. However, the utility of knives is it's pretty essential. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely vast. You never know when you're going to need one. So, I'm going to go over three of some of my favorite knives for wilderness survival. So, our first one is an absolute classic, very well known. It's the Kabar, the best military knife for survival. So, of course, this has to be one that I talk about. Um, this is a nice, very high quality knife, has a nice seven inch blade, very sturdy. It's been around for ages. It was originally issued to the Marines in 1942. Yeah, and that thing looks nasty. It, it, it is kind of, it is quite nasty and quite good at doing whatever you need it to. Wow. It can really cool. get into anything. It's nice and sharp, can cut through basically anything. Extremely useful. And at only 11.2 ounces, it's surely not going to be a burden if you're going to bring it out on a trip. As I had mentioned last episode, uh, with the whole bear thing, um, and how you have to take a cub hostage with a knife to the throat. This is a highly recommended knife for that situation. Very intimidating. I, I have seen these before uh, at Home Depot. So, Ooh, well, quick little plug right there. Yeah, so. absolutely perfect. Yeah, so, once again, big suggestion with that one. Our next one is the oh, Kershaw. You have, you have more than one? Oh, yeah. I, I have three. <laughs> I said well, it. I, I'll just, try to get through them get quick. Through the All right, so. Next one is the Kershaw Lone Rock Fixed Blade Gut Hook Hunting Knife, number 1896GH. Now, you may be thinking, why do I need more than one knife? Well, this isn't your typical knife. It's sturdy, similar to the last one, but it also has the very high-quality gut hook. If you're in the wilderness uh, and you maybe need to get a little bit of food and need to hunt, maybe you can get your hands on an animal. A normal mm. knife isn't going to be fantastic for getting through the flesh and getting into the innards and carving stuff, <sighs> carving off the meat. Right. Um, but uh, this, however, with the, the gut hook, can get right under the skin nice and quick uh, as the innards just kind of uh, reach the out, outer air. Uh, so want, this the listeners is, don't want to hear about that. That's kind of Well, gross. this blade has a 4.25 inch length and an overall, overall length of 9.4 inches, so that's a pretty good blade to length ratio. And this one is even lighter at 5.6 ounces, so 
if you already have the one knife, you're bound to have room for another, for this other knife. So this is right. well, another these big are suggestion. The sort of things that you could probably just you know cut out the middleman and use a Swiss Army knife sort of thing. <sighs> uh, no, not no. I'm sorry, but Swiss Army knives. The whole Swiss. All right, just company. It just uh, it doesn't matter. I, I won't. Go you into said you had a third now. knife too. Yes, I do indeed have a third knife, and this is a special knife. Uh, not quite my favorite, but quite useful in many wilderness survival situations. I don't have a specific product, as that's it's a slightly complicated topic, but my big suggestion for a third knife would be a switchblade. Now, this may seem a little off for a wilderness thing, but it's extremely convenient because it comes in a very nice and convenient handling. It is very discreet. That is also really helpful uh, being out in the wilderness. All right, oh, I'm so getting a message you... from Dan that we have to immediately stop talking about this. Um, Why? I don't. He's just kind of flailing his arms and kind of doing the yeah. uh, oh. cut it out. Um, um, so I don't know if okay. that's. I, I probably just ran over time. We we can certainly move on. Let's right. let's finish her up. All right. Uh, well, thank you for that. Um, so check out some of those knives maybe at Home Depot. But that's about it for us this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. As always, we will be back next week with more wilderness tips. So please tune in then. Uh, this has been the How to Do Stuff in the Wilderness podcast. There we go. I'm working on it. I'll get it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. See you later. Yep. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody.